Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Oh, I believe you were blessed by the last episode on Christian values, Christian lifestyles, and Christian truths. This uh, new episode I'll be speaking on attaining wisdom. Attaining wisdom. And as we go about this uh, episode, I ask the Lord to take you beyond the, le- the, the language of this word into the experience of the truth in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' precious name, I ask. Amen. So in this in these times, as we draw closer to the coming of, the, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, there is an ongoing an ongoing battle between God and the devil over the souls of men because this is our generation. We are God's warriors sent out into the world to make a difference for him. In the two preceding episodes, we've been studying one of the most important weapons that God has made available for us all. Wisdom. Wisdom. We looked at its importance, what it is all about, and why we need to pay the price for it. So this episode, we are going to we are going a look a little bit uh, deeper by considering how exactly we can get wisdom. I mean, godly wisdom. Godly wisdom, as the name implies, comes from God. Comes from God. And the best way to get something that originates from God is to ask Him. Is to ask Him. This is the first and foremost way to attain godly wisdom. Most people like to depend on their own uh, intelligence and on their own skills. And we've seen in in the previous studies, it is wrong. So the Bible clearly warns us not to do this. Let's take a look at what the Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 56 as in 5 and 6. It says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and obraded not, and it shall be given him. Verse 6 says, But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavered is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Here the Bible puts it very simply. You need to ask God for wisdom. He, give it, he, he, he gives it freely and permanently. So, But it doesn't stop there. You cannot just ask God for wisdom like that. You need to ask him in faith. Faith is very important to receiving wisdom or other thing from God because wisdom is an extremely important thing and you need to show God how much you need wisdom by asking him. You know, um, we need, we need, uh, it, it takes grace for God, for God to give us a thing, but we need faith to receive from God. So you, for you to receive what you, you know, what you ask by grace you understand? For you to receive what God is giving you by grace, you know, you need faith. You need to you need to receive by faith, through faith. 
So faith is very important to receiving wisdom and other things from God because wisdom is an extremely important thing and you need to show God how much you need wisdom by asking Him. The Bible even gives you a further tip by telling you not to waver in your heart. Not to waver in your heart. Wavering means doubt. You know, having doubt. So do not waver in your heart. Do not doubt. That means after you've asked, you do not entertain doubt in your heart at all. Do not entertain doubt in your heart at all. This will enable you to attain wisdom from God. So the next point is that we need to see how to increase and sharpen your wisdom. You need to in, you need you need to see how to increase and sharpen your wisdom. Yes, we need to do that. The first and perhaps best way to do this in my experience as in um, Pastor Joshua Arogon's experience is to work with people whom you can vow for, whom you can vow for their wisdom. This is very important because those who you work with will ultimately affect your character and interestingly, this affects wisdom too. The Bible says in Proverbs 13 verse 20 that he that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Wow! It is really that simple. Those who you work with will determine whether you will be foolish or whether you'll be wise. So, I want you to examine all your friends and those who you work with to ascertain that they are wise people. You know, this is a personal decision. You know, Christian, that's why I love Christianity. That's why I love being a Christian because majority of what we do in Christianity they are personal decisions, as in you have to make your own decision. It is your, it is using using your own willpower to choose the will of God for you over and over again, you know, over and over again. Developing gathering biblical biblical principles for for your day to day activities, you know, it is your personal choice. It's your personal decision. It is not a forceful heart. Not, a, not so, things that you, they force on you to do, you know. That's why, why I love being a Christian, you know. Because the Lord Jesus himself had to give, you know. He was not forced to do that, you know. He had to give, he had to give willingly. So, I want you to examine all your friends and those who you work with to ascertain that they are wise people. This is extremely necessary because after you ask God for wisdom, you need to make sure you maintain it by watching the people you relate with on a regular basis. In line with the first point, you need to make sure you develop a closer relationship with God so as to ensure that you receive a daily refreshing of your wisdom and to eradicate any foolishness that might have seeped into your heart. You know, true relationship and things you get involved in on a daily basis. So you need to eradicate any foolishness. You need to ensure you're receiving a daily refreshing of your wisdom and also to eradicate any foolishness that may have seeped into your heart. You can achieve this by spending more time in God's presence. Spending more time in God's presence. 
So how do you how do you develop the presence? You know how do you you know welcome the presence of God into your day to day activity into your day to day affairs? How to, how do you welcome the presence of God? You know our God is a living God. Yes, He's a living God, even though He's a spirit. Do you understand? So you do things. You do things that pleases him, like okay, playing music, gospel music. You can play gospel gospel music. That is to you know create an environment for God to you know to 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 be with you, because He's always there. God is always there. But things that we do may actually draw Him closer to us or send Him away from us. Do you understand? That's why you need to do things that welcome him into your into your day-to-day affairs. You can ask for his presence. You can ask for you can ask him. You can welcome him into anywhere you are. You can welcome his presence by asking for it. You can you can welcome his presence by you know listening to music, gospel music. You can welcome his presence by praying, interceding, praying. You know you can welcome his presence by doing. Godly activities, spiritual activities, by like reading your Bible, studying your Bible, praying, you know, listening to messages, as in listening to ministrations, you know, fellowshipping with other believers like yourself, and um, worshiping Him in songs, in in how you live your life, in your lifestyle, you know, everything that you know, people seeing God, in people seeing God in you. You could see God in you. How you speak, how you relate, how you walk, how you do things. You can see God is always there. Even before you do anything, you, you make them understand, you know, God is the one doing it. It is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our sight. So you are not portraying yourself as that, as such. You are not showing them that you are the one doing it. But, you know, you, you identify the place of God in your life as the, as the doer. As the doer, so those are the things you can do actually to welcome God's presence in your day-to-day activities, either in your room, your place of work, wherever in church, anywhere you are, everywhere you are. That that is what you can do on a regular basis to welcome, to relate with God on a personal level, as a Christian, to 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 make Christianity become a lifestyle for you rather than being a religious thing, you know. Maybe the religious activity that you get involved in that is being passed across to you, you know, by your by the forefathers. So it is not it is it is more than that. So and as you as you um do this in your leisure, as in your or day to day or on a regular basis, your day to day activity, I ask the Lord to help to help you in the name of Jesus. For we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. So I ask the Lord to strengthen you to be able to put to practice what you have learned today, what you have learned today in today's episode in the name of Jesus. So we have come to the end of this episode and I will implore you again to listen well until you make a positive change of attitude and make a positive difference somewhere. Don't forget to give us a feedback by sending an email to the, to the blessedgenerations28 at gmail.com. See you next episode. Stay tuned and don't forget to read your Bible to know God more. Be blessed. We are of the blessed of the Lord. Amen.